0: Ladies and gents, you're with Adriana Soros. I'm the coach of Adriana Stoinis Rex for BBL Supercoach purposes. And that's another round in the books. Round six is completed. We had two teams in there on the double game week in the heat and the hurricanes. And just like most of the Big Bash has been this year, it has been an interesting round, to say the least. We had some fantastic scorers in the double game week we had some flops big time in the double game week and you know the 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 scores that we saw this week were they were wildly different we saw some scores 1300 I even saw a 1500 and I saw some scores as low as 500 so can you imagine you know you were a thousand points short of another player in a, in a single round of, of super coach play is amazing really um And it comes down to one word, and that is Ben McDermott. Two centuries in the Big Bash, Mm back-to-back... The guy absolutely, he's like a phenom <laughs> in this round, smashing balls all over the place. And look, as soon as I saw McDermott go to the top of the order for that Hurricanes team, I brought him straight into my team. Yeah, that was you know, a non-negotiable because I just love the way that he bludgeons the ball um, and you know, he produced in this round. And look, it's a simple matter of whether you're well firstly if you had him in your team you, you know really helped your team out and if you were, you know, smart enough to captain him, like 2.9% of the people out there who straight captained him, um, you know, you'll be laughing. You know, you, well, you, you know, if you got him a, a, in your score, it probably pumped you up nicely. And, you know, you're the those 1,300 and those 1,500 type players if you manage to put the VC or, or C on him. It was just remarkable and probably, you know, the best... Um, you know batting i've I've seen in the you know innings in the in the big bash history you know f- personally, and didn't the old big bash produce a great Wednesday night of viewing because on the other channel you yeah, had the heat and the sixers playing out a weird 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 low scoring game uh where you know woo, gee only the heat and stars could butcher that one really couldn't they i mean it was amazing viewing. When, you know, they got skittled for such a low score You thought it was going to be easy time for the old Sixers But, you know, it was obviously a bit in that wicket And, um, you know, they really showed a bit of tick of the old heat In the bowling innings And... Um, you know they those sixes they got a good team they can get over the line but the big best you know produced a pretty good viewing wednesday night you know on one channel you had that happening and on the other one you had mcdermott absolutely ripping heads you know smashing the ball to all parts um look you know it 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 was around where you know we had some low 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 scores you know Matty Wade, what an abysmal double game week from him. You know, a guy who's, you know, in the T20, you know, international squad, uh, absolutely shocking round by him. Um, And he was captained, you know, really high uh, captaincy, you know, for the round. So, you know, people would have been spewing, you know, with his score over the round. um, And, you know, not many of the other captains did very well either. Because he did so poor in the first game, there was a pivot required by people you know the obvious choice and that's something that i did i went to marsh you know a lot of people went to philippi you know the these guys who have been scoring very well you know for the tournament thus far um, and they didn't really fire so the advantage for people who took a mcdermott you know um he, he was very pod you know to point nine percent um but you know there were some other captains that people went with which you know worked out quite well for them so let's have a little a little look at the captains you know the number one captain for the round was marsh at 15 percent. 52 was low and probably you know a bit of a surprise for marsh it wasn't his best game we were been, you know getting these amazing scores out of him and it's not really a fail you know in a one game you know in a one game for the scorches, 52 is okay but in the case of me you know i captained him so you know you get your your 104 as a captain you know you compare that with people who got 700 from mcdermott there's a big swing in scores Philippi was the next best at 12.4 10 percent Oh, sorry 10 points for for Philippi he's you know that's the lowest score you you know you could really you can get of the popular captains and it'll really hurt people um, last week we were talking about can you uh, sell Philippi for all of the great money that he's made and get yourself a couple of guns out of it um, obviously we know what Philippi's capable of but it was definitely a plausible strategy to sell him for his money and fund getting in, you know, really good players. McDermott wasn't too cheap last round, uh, and, you know, selling Philippi was something I did because I got him down to Wade, banked a whole bunch of money, it allowed me to get McDermott in, and it made a big difference to teams. So, um, you know, Phillippe, he's going to have a big BE this week, and last week, you know, the 12.4% of people that captained him, uh, you know, will be, you know, really disappointed. Yeah, know, going into this week, He's Still worth over 200k, and he's got 176 break even. I will point out though, he's playing the Renegades, so you know it's definitely a candidate for a bounce back. Uh, this week, um, next was Maxi 8.1%, 35 for Maxi. Uh, thank God you, you know, that's why you go all rounders in the game because Maxie's batting like a bloody busted, isn't he? He's just going there's going hard at the ball but there's going like cyclonic at the ball he's going crazy at the ball from ball one and he's failed now a couple of times in a row and look you look at these players that success rate you know if you look at maxi compared to someone like marsh this year and oh sean abbott for instance he's he pales in comparison you know maxi over the years we he gets his average by these big 170 scores, and we just haven't seen one in a while, which is starting to affect his average. And his success rate is, you know, getting worse. You know, two good scores out of seven games, because she's had some double gamers in there, um, is is not very good. You know, and he is coming up to another double game week uh, next round. You know, we're going into round seven now, but the the stars have a double game week in round eight. Maxie's got a BE of 170 as well, him and Philippi. So you probably find yourself in the same boat. You know, can you sell Maxi with his huge BE, uh, you know, to fund bringing in someone that you want to bring in? Yeah, you know, that's a, an interesting question. It's a risky business because one, Maxie can go off at any time. We know that. And two, he's going into a double game week the next week. You know, we'll, I'll, I'll address Maxie, you know, and Philippi as a sell, once we keep going through these captains. Um, the next one was Darcy Short. Six percent captained Darcy Short. I think that was courageous. he hasn't been really setting the world alight, but he still wobbled his way to a good average. And look, he got a hundred over the double game week, and you'll be really thankful for those three catches and that pole in his bowling, because there was nothing in his batting. And, you know, 100, it, it's one of the better scores that of, of the captain choices, the popular captain choices for the week. Um, S- R- Rashid, 4.7 went Rashid Khan. You know, that's probably a safe bet. He's a really solid player, but you got, unfortunately, to see the low side of uh, Rashid, 31 points. Um, and, you know, that's as low as he gets. So I still think that you're going to want Rashid... In your team because he's just a, you know, we talk about that success rate that, you know, Maxwell doesn't have, well, Rashid does have it. You know, in the rounds prior to that, he'd found, regained some form. And like you said, though, like I said, you know, this week was his low score, but they come up to the double game round in round nine um and i think that he's a he's a good finished team person that you're going to want in your team just because of how successful he is but 4.7% got him for 31 points not the greatest 4.4% um got sams with 44 again you know you're better off than the marsh captain is you know but um you know you you didn't get a, a ton um Stekity, yeah, he was the pod captain obviously a double game week player but steck had a good round 171 he was, um, you know, of the double game week players, which is where most of the captains, you know, would have, or VCs would have come from, um, until you had to pivot, obviously. Uh, he, he, he got a second high score. You know, it was either McDermott or Steckety in the of the double game week players. 171 for him, he was a good captaincy choice. Uh, 1.1% went Baisley, 131. He's been a pretty good score, and he's got a nice price there. I think that you could probably, we'll talk in cells, you know, basically studies work for you um lynn 4.1 percent uh, 94 there was probably good signs after that first game but he failed in game two thanks to an amazing catch by sean abbott Ooh, that was a ripper um but 4.91 percent 94 but look think about it in this way um you know you got uh, 200 points basically for your captain where other people would have got 100 if they you know went the marsh route um so you know it works out okay um look duckett a couple of ballsy people went duckett as a captain he's been playing all right uh 1.5 percent of you and he uh got 135 you know which is pretty good now i just wanted to put in a little mention here for 0.2 percent of you that went sean what a monster abbott who got 181 it was the second top score of the round which is amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. Sean Abbott is an abs- absolute out-and-out gun. I think he's the best player in the BBL. Um, and he's basically tonning up in you know, every game. He went the big ton You know, yesterday. Amazing in such a low-scoring game. He got him over the line with the bat as well. Gunfielder and leading wicket-taker in the BBL. Uh, ooh, mate... What a weapon. And, you know, it was probably ghost teams or something, but, you know, 181 points. You know, I think that that's the second biggest talking point of the round. McDermott with his amazing hitting and those two amazing back-to-back tons. And, you know, this Sean Abbott is one hell of a BBL player. And, look, that's going to lend me into this next question. It was from Matthew on the Facebook um, asking, you know, do you move heaven and earth to get in uh, Ben McDermott and Sean Abbott. So let's answer that. I think you've got to get Sean Abbott into your team just quietly. You know, the guy tons up near every game, and we talk about that success rate. You know, his success rate is exceptional, uh, and I think you're going to want him in your team to finish the year in such a volatile scoring year. I mean, that's the difference between, you know, McDermott and Sean Abbott. McDermott has had a, he's in a purple patch. You know, he's had some poor games this year. He's been. You know, pretty good you know he's got a 70 and then these two great scores and then his success rate is pretty good but, you know, his success rate is not as good <laughs> as um, Sean Abbott. You know, you've got Sean Abbott and Mitch Marsh up there that are really nailing a great consistency this year. And big, big scoring as well. I think you've got to get Sean Abbott into your team. You know, me personally, I will move heaven and earth to get Sean Abbott into my team this week. And just quietly, after that amazing game last week, He's going to go up in value. Now, he has gone up in value. He costs an absolute monster. Now, he's 230K for Sean Abbott, 234K. Uh, You know, it's it's a high, high, high price, you know, to, to pay. But he's coming up against the Renegades, which is a good matchup for him. He's got a 10 break even. So he's going to go up again, you know, after this round. And he is probably the, like I said, number one target for me. I'm going to absolutely bring him in. So that's the answer to your question, Matthew. I think you've got to get him in. You you can get him in and just play him till the end of the year. You know, you have him in your team. You won't even have to look at him. You know, you might get a low score in there, but it'll be one in five. You know, rather than four out of five or three out of five. Yes, you've got to get him in, McDermott. Let's answer him. Look, McDermott is. Costing you a fortune too, he is up to two hundred and thirty-eight k now. You know it's an exceptional score. You know he has a minus ninety-three break-even. So he's gonna. All he has to do is just go out and hit a you normal know, this week. He could score a zero. He could score a, a one, and he's still going to go up to enormously this week as well. You know, so um it's he's going to go up to a price that is going to price you out of getting him in for around. 10 if you know what i mean so the hurricanes have a double game round coming up you know they have a buy first in round eight so you don't want to hold too many hurricanes but then they're going to go back into the, the double game round in round 10 so for you now going to round seven the answer of whether you want to get mcdermott into your team yes you do you want to have him definitely for the double game week in round 10 you can run the gauntlet and probably see if you know he's obviously going to go up after this week, but you know so in round eight, you know he's probably going to be have a normal be, um, and are you going to be able to get him back in at a cheap cost? Probably not. You know is that the estimate by round ten? Can you get him for a cheaper cost? No, probably not. But you're going to want him in there. You're going to want him in there for the double game week. Um, yes, I think you want Abbott right now, and yes, I think you want to try to get you know bed mcdermott back into your team for this round 10 double so i'd probably take abbott first and then i'd be trying to move it around so that i can get mcdermott in as one of your people one of your people for the double game week you know coming up in round 10 uh who 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 can you sell you know you're going to need 200 pluses to get you know these two players abbott and um mcdermott um look that can you sell philippy with his 170 be he's worth over 200k and can you sell maxwell who's over 200k and he has a 170 be um i think you can i don't think the time is it's not the time to be cute now you know um cute as in uh, well, actually, I said it wrong. It's it's not the time to play safe. You know, it's the time now to be fearless, I think, if, unless you're holding on to a top 10 spot in Supercoach. It's time now to get creative, you know, and not play it safe. You can sell, you know, Philippi when he's got a 100. It's going to take his absolute best game for him to make his BE. And the same for Maxwell. He's playing against a great outfit in the bowling sense uh, in the scorches, you know, this week. So, you know, we know that Maxi can go these 170s and every time he fails, quite frankly, you wait, you're expecting that it could go at any minute, that he's going to go and bung that a huge, huge one. But just in the playing super coach sense, you can sell them. You know, you could sell Philippi while he's still got holding this huge value and you can sell Maxwell if it gets you, you know, um, an Abbott and it gets you a McDermott, you know, because they're the form players and like I said I think um, you know there's every chance you know Maxwell could go large this week but I think that there's every chance that Abbott could go large this week as well you know sell the ones with the high BE and you are going to want to get Maxwell back in for their double game round coming up next round hey but just think about it like this Maxwell over 200k gets you the player you want this week the huge BE of 170 you you know logically you have a good chance of being able to buy Maxwell right on round eight next round you know you're not going to want a heap of stars probably you might grab you know Harris Ralph you might grab Glenn Maxwell you might grab a Zampa you know and you might take a punt on a bottomed out Stoin or something you know I don't know but you can just look at it like people who don't own Maxwell right now people who don't own Maxwell are going to say all right well he's got a huge BE this week I'm not going to buy him (laughs) I'll wait after this round and hopefully he's going to be cheaper and I'll bring him in right on round eight. Well, you can play it like that too. He's worth the money that you need right now. You sell him and then you buy him back the next week, you know, for cheaper. It's a bit kooky, but it's a way to get the players that you need and you want right now um, because they have got these enormous BEs due you know, due to the fact that they've, you know, failed, uh, you know, in recent times. So there's the answer to that for you, Matthew. You know, I would be trying to get in as, as you know, number one, I would be going for Abbott in my team, hugely. Um, look... Let's look at some scores over the round. You know, oh, actually, we'll, you know, we'll just finish off on the double game. We, McDermott, obviously, you, know, you people who, you know, I know Mikey from the old Supercoach experience, a big 13-something, 100 score and an enormous jump on the ladder because he went the VC on McDermott. Me, oh, I, 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 I put it on the socials, you know, who should I VC and see? And, you know, Wade was resoundingly the, you know, the the option that came back on the poll I really was just, I wanted to bring in McDermott and, and VC right from the start as soon as he was in the opener. But that's the thing, you know, I didn't go with my gut. I went with the poll. And that's the thing about being a podcaster, sometimes you probably overthink it. And I went with Wade, who's probably, you know, the smart pick because that's where the majority was going. And, and it often pays not to be too too clever and go too risky when it comes to vcs and c's in a double game week you know you don't get too cute with that you can do it in a single week where you can go really fearlessly on your vc but in a double game week you know it can be risky business but you know the people that went vc on mcdermott well done you know i'm just kicking myself slightly that i didn't do it Steckety was the next best we, we mentioned with 173 duckett was a good one Baisley, <laughs> 131 you know if you want to get your money to get um you know a a mcdermott or an abbott you know Basley just quietly is worth 160 odd k and so is bartlett you know they've done their job for you your heat have finished their second double game week so sell all of your heat players you know i know that the hurricanes who are in pretty good form have got the heat coming up but just quietly, Basley has scored well. He did score well in this double game week. He's worth hundred and fifty six thousand dollars. You know, so he's worth good money. You can use that money to your advantage. Duckett, and he's worth one hundred and fifty two. Um, you know, Steckity, I think, you know, Stecky's a fair hold for the rest of the tournament, but he's worth two hundred K. You know, I'd probably sell him, you know. What's his BE? His B E'll be good. Fifty five, you know, but You can sell your Heat players. You know, who's another one? Um, Bartlett. Let's have a look at Bartlett. You know, he's worth good money too, I think. You know, 160-odd K. Uh, You know, you can sell those Heat players now. You know, you sell them if you have to. But he was a good scorer in in the round. Um, Meredith... Rodgers, short. You know, they were good scorers in the round. 110 for Meredith for the two games. Could be a lot worse than that, couldn't it? Rogers hasn't he been a bloody fine this tournament? I, I've just been... My gutter's been wanting to prig in Rodgers for the longest time, and I just keep talking myself out of it and going, players like Jordan Thompson. Pfft, Jordan Thompson. I had him on my bench this week with the reserve on him, even though he was in a double-game week, because I could trust that he'd score well, and he didn't. 14 points he did, but... Because I had to have the reserve on him, obviously, to see if over the d- double games, if he produced a score, I wasn't able to put the reserve on Redshaw, who got a 93. Luckily, my other reserve up in my batting batting was Joe Clark, who got 120. So I was able to grab him. But, uh, you know, there was some reasonable scores out of double game week players. Um, we covered the fails. You know, Wade with 26 points, terrible. 10.9% people captained him. Thompson, who I just mentioned, Thirteen over the double game week. It was such a stilly buy. Uh, Jimmy Pearson still twenty five percent ownership, and people saw him go to opener in that second game. You would have been really happy that you were a chance of getting a good score. Well, you didn't. Twenty two, uh, and you know Harry Brooks stinks, but you know, he's not very highly owned. Um, other good scores from the round is Renshaw ninety three. Um, you know Renshaw, he could be a way for you to to bring in some of these premium gun options because his value is pretty good um he got a 93 this week and he seems like he's you know warmed up he was a little scratchy the game before and he's you know go he went well in the last game they've got a double game week coming up and the price is right so he's you know grown into a good option i think for teams um how much does he cost renshaw 84k you know so he's good value um Cardi, you know, I don't think that he's a sensational buy. Um, 144. You know, he's actually bludgeoning that ball, you know, out there. uh Ahmad, you know, the one from the Stars, 122. He's a little bit up and down, and I'm sure now that with Harris Ralph there, that probably helps Samper to bowl in better parts of the game. and, um, he, he assists Zampa, you know, I think for his output and, and scoring, I'd probably prefer Zampa, but you know, he scored two good scores in a row. He could be a pod choice for you to take into the round. He's not too expensive. Um, look, while Abbott was absolutely braining it in that game, um, to us, you know, who was 130 K when bunging out 118, you know, I've already said on the podcast, I really like to us, Um, and you know, Abbott's the one I want, you know. But if you wanted a cut price, oh, well, for, for his quality, Dorshuis, I think he's, you know, a great bowler. Um, I'll just go quickly over Munro. You know, he seems to be putting a little bit more consistency to it, you know, and we know that they're coming up on the double game week. Um, he's 120-something K, I think, Munro. 89, you know, he had that bl- swashbuckling score in the double game week round, I think, with with Marsh, where he scored that 50 tie he got so he got kicked out of the game you know after two overs for bowling those waist high full tosses scored 89 you know he he paid the faith well whatever i didn't have faith but he paid with a great batting score 40 something off you know short not a many ball not many balls and bung out an 89 um which was you know that's just so tie isn't it kicked out of the game but still went out and bludgeoned some balls scores an 89 amazing um Kelly, you know, just quietly, if he was able to get a run in in any Big Bash team, he'd be like a frontline bowler. 86 this week. He's such a good scorer uh, and, and a, you know, a great bowler in, in Big Bash. I wish he could play more games. Um, Joe Clark, you know, he's warmed up in the tournament. He's got a bit of a hamstring st- strain. Um, and it'll be touch and go whether he plays this game in this round. Uh, but he seems to have warmed up. I don't know whether he's warmed up, you know, i'll play him in my starting team uh you know because he's a bit fickle in that sense but it's two good scores in a row from joe clark he's warmed up in the tournament everything that i thought he'd be the start of the year and the price is pretty good for him so if he doesn't play this round, it's probably you know perfect you know he's gonna have that low be going into the double game week it's worth 109 000 now um and he's got a minus 76 so if you wanted to grab him you know, if he does play this round you want to grab him now he could be the star that you bring in um you know people are probably bringing a a, a stoiness who's like grossly out of form um but maybe you go a form player in joe clark 109 um you know but he he's scoring well um Brody crouch you know he's been a good cheapy 74 again this week billings quality player 102 um McAndrew, yeah, good score from him. He seems to be an improved bowler this year, ninety-one. I don't know how much of a chance option he'd be for you, but they do have the dub, double game coming up in round ten. The old Thunder. Um Garten. Oh no, those those are the crap scores. We've got some crap scores. Garten, twenty-four. He's a sell. Rashi Khan, that's the low he goes, 31. But that probably makes his price pretty nice for, for, for bringing in for their next double. Um, Tanvir Sanger, 5. You know, I was looking at him as an option for the round 10, um, and it wasn't a great score for them this week. Jilks, he's into, hugely into sell territory, and he's probably actually in danger of losing his spot in that team because... Um, the other Sanger, Jason, has been performing very well in that team when he's come in, and we know that Ollie Davies is, you know, back to fitness. So Jooks worries me in that team. You know, they don't need him for keeping, um, and he's starting to produce some bad scores. So maybe his position's under threat. I mean, if he gets kicked out, it's actually a pretty good thing. You know, he's not worth a hell of a lot of money now, and you could just have him on your bench as an on player that would work out much, much better for you. But, you know, if you've got him, then you can get him to, um, you know, a Joe Clark, or you know, if you've got uh, the jewels, you could take a punt on you know, a Stoin to turn around in form because he's completely bottomed out. Um, maybe that's an option for you, but he, he stunk it up this week. Hales 23, you know, we 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 thought that Hales was warming up, didn't we? His value is at 100k now. Um, and you know, maybe you just have a look at him over the next couple of weeks again and, and see if you want to bring him in for around 10. Um, maxi 35 thank god that he's you know he's got those two skills that you can rely on because he didn't do anything with the bat zampa 34 you know it's just warming up ever so slightly and i think that harris ralph is going to help him dre russ he finished in the tournament and he didn't go he went out with you know like a you know as a flop you know it wasn't a great game for him 19 points Stoin, zero you know he it's unbelievable you know an absolute gun top top of the tournament player of of the past is having a wretched old season you know since he's been in and poor old people that have been playing him you know zero points this week for the stoin he's completely bottomed out in price you know you're going into this double game week you know with uh the stars you know it could be that you skip stoin maybe you get you know, the gun players like Harris, Ralph, and, and Maxwell, and you take a punt on a Stoin, you know. Uh, Nathan Kultonile, you know, I don't think he's firming he as a great option for teams, really. This year, he seems to be a little bit down 26. Josh Inglis, 10 points, mate. Isn't he having a bit of a, you know, a dusty old go of it? You know, he's been on the fringe of these rep teams, and he's such a quality player, but it's just, he looks all out of sorts, unfortunately. 10 points. Um, they've got the double game week coming up and hopefully you think he still holds on to that opener spot so um if you've got him you know do you hold you do you hold scorches you know i think scorches that you probably want to hold is obviously marsh i think you can hold tie but i think you can sell you know english because well you know he's not worth a lot of money now you know unfortunately um ashton agar he's been a fantastic you know cheaper player this year he's worth 150 but again i think if you're prioritizing scorches that you want to hold um marsh and Ty, um you know berendorf i suppose if you had him i think he's been performing well but you can sell you know others all of the others have got to fall into the category you know you sell them high you know and and i think agar's done his job with this 18 is going to be high this week i think it's up around 100 um and you can sell him you know sell him now that he's done his job for you that's what people were saying last week about matt short um sell him now that his value is up and he's you know done his job for you and you know this week, you know, Agar is one of those ones. He's made his money. He's topped out, you know, and you can sell him um, to get in the players that you want to get in. You know, you can go straight from uh, Ashton Agar to Harris Ralph. You know, that's amazing. You know, so yep, he's a candidate for selling. Okay, so let's go into sells and buys. Now, I'm going to start with some sells. The people who I think are sells, uh, you know, Wade. I think you know you got to look at it with your. Um, Hurricanes because they do come up with a double game round again in round t- 10. They have a buy in between. So you've got to prioritise the ones that you want to hold. It's obviously going to be McDermott if you already own him. I think that your bowler, you know, if it's a... Meredith, you know, or Rogers They're the ones sort of to hold You know, maybe you could sell Ellis, I don't know But I think that you definitely hold the others And, you know, you could sell a Wade You know, Wade's going to go in with a big 100 BE this week Um, He's dropped down to 120k, I think um but you can sell him you know both the shorts if you didn't sell matt short last week um he's lost a bit of value um and look they do have the double game round in round nine the scorchers but you know again you're going to probably want Rashid, i guess and um yeah, you probably maybe take a tickle on Matt Short. Maybe if you have him, you hold him. I don't know. But he's lost his value. Last week was the time to sell him, so it might be too late for you. Um, Look, Darcy Short, he, he was okay over this round, but he, I don't think he's producing He's producing a okay year. <laughs> you know, isn't that weird? But um, the ones that you're going to want, I think, are going to be the bowlers and Ben McDermott. Maybe you get, you know, a, a Short or a um, Matty Wade right on the double. I don't know. But... Yeah, you I know, I think that these are players that haven't given you much confidence and you probably have to pick ones that are candidates for selling and ones for candidates to hold. And I think that he's definitely gotta be on the candidate for sell, him and Wade. Um Inglis, you know, they've got a double game round coming up, you know, the um scorches, but it just doesn't seem like it's going you know, where, how you want it, you know, for 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 Inglis low score after low score after low score you think it's eventually going to tweak for him and he's going to go well but we've been saying the same about Stoyness, you know haven't we um the only problem with him is he's not worth a lot of value you know but it could be a, a, a flick across to you know a stoine you know who has the double game round coming up very soon for the same sort of price um or you just ride him i guess and hope that he turns it around ashenaga like i said made his money and then you can utilize his value you know to do good things with your team jilks you know his his position's under threat you know but and if he becomes enough it's probably better um jordan thompson one of the dumb dumb buys by me you know if you've got him in your team get him out dre russ has finished in the tournament um sally guthrie Poor kid, you know he—the worst figures ever in the big bash, and it was a bit of a poor look. You know, he looked like a lonely figure out on that field with you know senior players, your captain Pearson, and you know your senior player in Lynn just laughing on the old coverage, and nobody sort of got alongside the lad, you know. And it's just—I don't know—just seems un. Yeah, you know, unbelievable. Yeah, poor poor form. Um but Poor old Guthrie didn't even play the second game. He's a bit shell-shocked and I think you know he's been a pretty good cheapie. He even scored well in that game, you know, the one game for the round and you know it's it doesn't look solid like he's going to come back into the team. You can sell all your heat players now if you like. The only one I'd probably think of holding it would be Steckity. You know, but you can sell Guthrie. You know, we mentioned Bartlett and Basley, whose value has been good. They've been great, you know, Semi cheapies, they were 90k's, but they've made good money, they're worth good value, and their output has been good. I think you can sell them. Um, who are the people I want to buy? You know, we covered at the top of the show Abbott, you know, we covered McDermott. Um, you know, Abbott doesn't have the double game week coming up, McDermott does have another double game week coming up. They've got these big, big minus, you know, negative BEs, and I think you'll want them in your team. So, um, yeah. Harris Ralph, you know we haven't seen him again this year yet, but he's going to be there for next game. He's worth a hundred and fifty thousand, and I think that he's probably much like we knew Steckett, he was the guy you wanted from the Heat, their best bowler. I think that Harris Ralph is someone you probably want, wouldn't you? A hundred and fifty k. I mean, we want to, we want the Ralph that we had last year, but you know, I think that he's worth a punt maybe a week early. Um, Harris Ralph because they're going to have the double game round starting next week. You're probably going to want Maxi and you, I think I think Ralph. You know, um, 150k Dawsius. He was you know the bridesmaid to the old 181 for Abbott, but he is 130k. He's a bit cheaper. Um, 118. You know, I really like Dawsius as a player. I, I would be happy to get one of your failing players out, and you know, I think you'll get you know once. He's warmed up. He has come back from injury, you know, and he hasn't probably produced up until now. But I think he'll gain a lot from that really good game. He even helped him over the line with the bat there with Abbott. Um, and I really like Dorcious. Um Rashid, he's going to be at the perfect sort of, you know, price point, I think, for you to bring in for the next double game, round four, um the strikers he's also you know we talk about that success rate you know the hit rate he's a hit rate you know him marsh you know abbott these guys are you know really good they're three out of four or four out of five type players you know in 35 you can live with it as a bad score from him um rashid is somebody that i'm going to want you know probably to finish my year off and he's going to be somebody that you're going to want for that double game week with you know the strikers. So I'm going to be targeting Rashid. What what is he at? He costs 193,500 now, so he's he's high but he's got a 93 break even. So I don't think he's necessarily a priority for this week. Um he he might go and score 90 of course you know, he, you know he hold his value but you hope that he can get him you know next week in preparation for the the double game week with the Adelaide Strikers and he's going to be a bit cheaper but he's somebody that I'm targeting um Renshaw we mentioned Renshaw's the perfect sort of middle of the year cheapy you know he if you got him you know last week that's great unfortunately I had him on my bench because of the the stupid Jordan Thompson I was able to avoid having Thompson score in my team by having the reserve on him and it means that I missed Renshaw which sucks, you know, but he's, you know, good price. He scored a 93 last week. He's going to be one of the ones that you probably target, I think, you know, in that lineup. Um, they're. But not having a great year, the old strikers, you know, but he's taken Nielsen's job, you know, batting at number three. Um and, you know, he seems like he was scratchy the the round before, but okay. And he was definitely warmed up, you know, in this next he was looking really great out there. So I think he's a good option for your for your team, you know, and bringing in. Um Yeah, who would I who did I cover? Ahmed you know, from the stars, you know, he's a bit up and down, you know, and Zamps, who's been very, you know, well down, he hasn't really been up, has he? Um, you know, at least in the case of Ahmad, uh, he's got two good scores in the last two rounds. Um, but I think that Harris-Ralph is going to help Zampa. And, you know, when I'm bringing in my stars, it could be a Harris-Ralph, it could be a Maxwell, and, and it might be a Zamps again. You know, I think that Ralph will improve Zamps. He had that game off, you know, f- you know, over Christmas. And I think, I'm willing to take a punt on Zamps. Munro, you know, he's just putting together a pretty tidy old season, Munro, and probably more consistent, um, you know, than he's been. You know, I think he, he in the last two games, he's been good. He got an 89 again this week. Um, he has pulled out some good scores in a row. Probably better than we've seen from him. You know, he's had the natural couple of fails. But in there, he's got a one big 154. He's got a 39, a 93, an 89. You now, it seems to be a little bit more of a consistent season by Munro. He's looking to hit the ball pretty well. You know, he's a risky play, you know, bringing in Munro. But he could be one that you target, you know, for their next double game. You know, instead of an Inglis, he's 137k with a minus 36b. So you'd have to probably go now. And it'd be, you'd probably feel a bit dirty, I think, going Munro. But look, he's putting together... A pr- a much more consistent season than he's done, you know, in the past. Um, What are my plans for round seven? My plans are 100% around Sean Abbott. I'm going to get him in my team. I've been saying on the podcast, you know, in prior weeks, I want Abbott. I want to finish my team with Abbott. And unfortunately I'm going to be paying for it, you know, with the cost. I would have loved to have him in there. Imagine if you had McDermott and uh, Abbott in your team last week, you're probably going nicely up on that ladder, you know, Um, but I want him in my team. And I want to finish the year with him. Um, he's just such a consistent player. You know, he's he's banging out hundreds more regularly than you know most other players. You know, him and Marsh have been a consistency rating that are amazing you know and then you go down to other players that are probably a tier below in in Rashid Card and Daniel Sams for scores above 40 you know they're much more consistent um scorers so I just want to get Abbott into my team you just plug him in there you feel very confident that more often than not he's going to absolutely rip heads you know he's a he's a fantastic bowl, leading wicket taker in the BBL he's a gun fielder you know bye-bye Chris Leadon what a catch um and he got him over the line with the bat you know that's it was As good as um, McDermott's two tons, you know, in that round, probably, you know, just for a single game of performance. So I want Abbott in my team. I don't care who I've got to sell to do it. Um, You know, you sell Phillippe and Maxwell, you just look at it as a financial with two 170 BEs. Forget about, you know, the fact that Maxwell's got another double game week coming in. He's got a huge BE, hopefully, you know, it doesn't mean it's guaranteed, but financially, you hopefully can get Philippi and Maxwell at a cheaper price and you bring bringing these other ones that you need now in McDermott and Abbott. So I've already got McDermott and I'm going to get in Abbott and I'm going to have to sell someone, you know, worth value to be able to get him in, um... So you know, it could be Maxwell, and it may not be Maxwell. If I can sell other players, that I've got a lot of other players in that sell list that I can sell. I've got Thompson, I've got Wade, you know, I've, got, I've still got Matt Short, I've got Agar. So there's going to be plenty of sell options for me, but I don't care. I'm getting Abbott, and I don't care how I've got to do it, but that's my answer to people if you can you be a little bit risky and sell Philippi and maxwell i think you can you know and you just got to look at it like you don't currently own those players and think about buying them in on the round that you need them which is maxwell next round you could buy him hopefully you know for cheaper um and if if it doesn't work out for you then you just buy him expensive but you know in the law of averages with that enormous be you probably can buy him cheaper especially if he fails again um You know, I'm going to probably look at bringing in someone who's coming up to a double game round, you know, as a choice. Maybe it's a Harris-Ralph. Maybe I go on Rashid. Rashid could be, you know, the round after. Maybe going a week early on, you know, a Ralph could be an option for me. Um, Yeah, and and maybe it's enough or maybe it's a Stoin. You know, Stoin has bottomed out and he hasn't put good games, you know, together this year, unfortunately. He looks a bit like Finch of last year, doesn't he? Um, But he's worth a punt on your bench, isn't he? You know, have him on your bench just because of the class of the man, the big Stoin. I'm called Adrian Astoidis Rex, you know, and maybe I'd get in a Stoin and just have him on the bench with the loop set up on him, um, you know, for the next double game week. You know, maybe. But I'm I'm undecided, but, you know, it's definitely going to be Abbott that I bring in. You know, that's one other thing. You know, I've got Connolly, you know, as my non-playing reserve. You know, on my bench, a lot of you probably have a Connolly on your bench or maybe you have a josh can you know um but if you're a connolly you know loop person if you've got connolly set up as your loop um oh it's not going to look good for you because they're the first game so none of your bench can can be looped in this week because they're going to be the first game of the round um you know that's no good you know if you go into next round uh let's have a look where are the scorches they're the first game next week as well um, the Scorchers are the second game the week after. So maybe that's something that you look at. You know, if you want to be able to have a look at your bench players, you know, maybe you've got a story to set up on the bench There's no point having a Stoin set up on the bench if your loop is Connolly, you know, because you can't loop him in, unfortunately, even unless you have another NPR in there. So maybe you have to go two guns. Maybe you sell someone, you get your two guns in, you get yourself an Abbott, you know, but you go a second nuff. It's it's the time to be a little bit creative like that. Grab yourself a second nuff, probably looking at that, you know, the heat play late games you know they got a they got a couple of cheapies in there that you could put a heat player enough on your bench and then you know you you have someone on your bench where you can look at your loops you know maybe that's someone that i trade in but Connolly doesn't look 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 like the go unfortunately if he's the person you've got in there for loops it's a short turnaround you know where we got it we're back up and running again this week it's a single game week um i think the key obviously in these single game weeks is to have you know the players that are scoring well your Abbots, you know yeah mcdermott's if you're lucky he seems to be informed doesn't mean they won't suck this round but they seem to be going well um look you know do you sell maxwell and philippe that's a decision for you to make you know it's not an easy matchup really for um the stars they, they've got a great bowling outfit in the scorches this week um you know so you're probably looking at it for vcs and c's this week maybe for someone from that game maybe you think a bounce back for maxwell or um marsh you know probably lean towards marsh having a bounce back personally um you know in that first game maybe um who else would be a good vc um yeah. I mean I think he's probably a good VC. Some people might go Rashid Khan against the Star against the Thunder. I don't know whether I would. Um some people might go, you know, Ben McDermott against the Heat <laughs> into, you know, if you brought in Sean Ammett That looks like a pretty nice old VC and C Ocean. The, the Sixers have got the Renegades, which is a pretty good matchup. And the Hobart Hurricanes have the Heat, which is a pretty good matchup. So, you know, that I'm sure a lot of people will chase last week's points and maybe go with the C or the VC on McDermott. I might go, you know, a VC on Marsh into you know an abbott captain you know i think this week yeah i'd be avoiding um, mcdermott but the chances is of him doing what he did last week you know they've got to be slim you know he might do well but you know him doing amazingly like he did last week there's probably a lower chance of that um look good luck this week um it's you know a you know, I think it's going to be a fair round for VC and Cs, and that's the key in these these single-game weeks. Um and I think we've answered some questions on, you know, what you can do in your team. I think, look, if unless you're holding on to a top 10 or a top 100 spot in BBL Supercoach, you know, now is the time to be a little creative. You know, make, you know, these financial moves or, or, or gun moves, make the moves that you need to make to make your team, you know, sing. You know, and if it means playing a risky play you know of selling a Philippi or a um you know a maxwell you know it's always scary not to own those players but the B is enormously high and you know this is just as so much chance of them sucking as there is you know of um them you know or, or another player sucking you know so you're always playing a risk you know we looked at this week, you know, people who were like, "Oh, well, Maxwell could go off at any time." I'll skip, you know, um, Sean Abbott. Well, he went and scored a 180. You know, he was the second highest choice that you could have picked as captain. You know, for scores, it's so it's it's a bit of a lottery, you know, the game. So you might as well just look at it in BE sense. The BE is 170 for both of those players. So you know, maybe it's time to get fearless and get yourself an Abbott into your team. You know, get yourself a McDermott. Get Abbott McDermott and and, and enough. <laughs> you know, it's probably you know I don't know I feel like i'm giving you bad advice but you're never going to be sad having you know an abbott in your team i guarantee you you know and look uh, coming up on a double game week again the hurricanes you've got this big minus be mcdermott you know you might be paying more for him in a couple of weeks and you're definitely going to want him so you know how do you get him you know you've got to fund it you know you might have to use your you know you can sell a Baisley, a bartlett you know and an agar then maybe you get yourself to enough money to grab in you know an abbott another good player and and enough you know you may not have to sell a, a philippi or a or a maxwell if you can do it that way that's probably preferred i guess um but think about those sorts of things this week have a play with your team and look at the players that you want to target and bring in you know and if it means selling who you got to sell you know sell the ones with the high be it's a simple game in that sense um you know it's a, it's the higher percentage play if you know what i mean so good luck this week guys it's a single game week i think this you know the scores the vc we saw last week you know people who vc'd um wade <laughs> it really had to pivot in another direction you saw some people go to marsh you saw some people go to B some go to maxwell um some went to steckity you know it worked out well for them only um because they were double game week players you know but it didn't work for the other people so this week it's going to be important like it always is in the single game weeks you know to go um and get yourself a good vc score hopefully just to loop in um and just remember you know if you try to loop there's no teams on the buy. if you've got connolly you won't be able to loop you won't be able to vc you you won't be able to get your vc scores because you'll have no one there to loop in you know um yeah some people will have maybe seymour i guess um as a you know as a as enough Yeah, you know, it's probably better when do they play um You know, but you've got to look at that. (laughs) If you've got no one on there that you'd be able to loop your VC score, then that's no good, Um, which makes it even scarier. You know, your VC almost doesn't count if you can't loop someone in. So have a look at that. Um, Good luck this round. We'll talk to you after the next round. Uh, Thanks for listening. Ben McDermott, take a bow because you are a king. Sean Abbott, let's call him Superman. These players are just unbelievable players. I'm going to bring them in. It's time to get these premiums into my team. Good luck this week. Your legends talk to you soon. (laughs) Thanks, guys.